0: Hello, everyone. Crypto traders around the world, Crypto Talk Radio, Basic Cryptonomics is back with another episode. Thankful for you joining us here today. Let's kick this off real quick. Won't take us long. We got a couple bits and bulbs to get out of the way, and then we'll jump right into this. CryptoTalkRadio.net is the site. You can check out all of our various episodes, download, listen. We appreciate if you'd spread the word. The more people that we get listening to our show and our various episodes, the more people we get on board with what we're doing, the greater we can be, the more we can serve you. We appreciate you. We appreciate any word that you can spread as well. And CryptoTalkRadio.net continues to be updated. We are adding content constantly until we are satisfied with the outcome. So keep tuned on that same channel for more and more to come in the future. And we will let you know anytime that we make any changes that are significant, at least, or anything that's new launched. Of course, our tribe membership in the upper right corner, click that, and it'll let you know about the different plans that we have available if you want to support the show. Keep us doing what we're doing. Pass us a little bit of money. It's not a lot, but you get a lot of value for each of those tiers. Check that out at CryptoTalkRadio.net. Let's go ahead and get into our internal news for today. a story for you guys you're not going to believe this if you've been listening to the podcast for an extended period of time you've heard me rant at this point about my endeavor and the roller coaster that was seems like the roller coaster is coming to a stop because i've always been around this stupid thing they want me to do and i've pushed back on it and said no i'm not going to do that that doesn't work for me brother and then they got upset and it's this whole big thing and i've i've held firm and hard to my stance it was not going to work because i'm not paid for that and it was this back and forth well then i had a sidebar there was actually somebody there at the client who i've known for like years that i didn't know he was there and i didn't recognize the name until recently i connected the dots turns out this is a guy that used to follow me on a different forum and we've known each other since like 2015 2014 and he was a much different person back then he was less of a jerk frankly and he was just a cool guy and something's changed. Where right now, he just kind of deadpans. Well, I chatted with him, talked to him about this situation. Straight up said, you know, this is who I am. I'm going to push for positive change. I'm going to shift it. I'm going to change the game. This is not going to work, because so I'm not paid for this nonsense. And then another guy who happens to be out of the office, I told him, I'm not doing the stupid. We're going to do it right, or we're not going to do it at all. Like, that's what it is. Well, <laughs> we had a meeting today, and this is with the group that receives the stupid right? So they're the ones that normally we do the stupid, and then they're the recipient. Well, that group came out and basically said, yeah, you don't need to do all that. Just do this little tidbit of a thing, basically. And they even called out, you know, Leicester actually had submitted a thing, and his was perfect. You just gave us a small bit, and that's all you need to do. And so it's vindication, right? It's like they're validating what I've been telling them is the truth the whole dang time, which is you're doing a stupid process, and you keep doing it, and you're beating me up over it when what I'm saying is you don't need to do the stupid process because I've been doing this longer than you. And I know it's stupid. There's no reason for this. It's a waste of time and I'm not doing it and you shouldn't need to do it. And now this group that was a recipient is confirming it. Now, of course I wanted my group to come back, and give my credit and they didn't do that yet, but hopefully there'll be future conversations to say, okay, Leicester had it right. He was correct. We need to give him his credit. He called it now let's move forward in a cleaner process. I'm hopeful and optimistic. And if you hear that energy, it's because it's been a long road getting from there to here. It's been a long time, but my time is finally here. Now I can see my dream come alive at last. I can touch the sky. If you don't know what I'm quoting, Star Trek Enterprise. Regardless, because I'm so energized at finally redemption, right? It's like I'm trying to to tell you guys that you're doing something stupid and I finally got everybody to agree that it's stupid and we can hopefully stop. Now this other person has come back, but I'm hopeful and optimistic that we can make it stop because it's stupid. Now that we're here, now that we're at the point, I'm feeling a little bit better, a little bit. And this rolls right nicely into my updates. I'm going to cover some news. I haven't done significant amounts of news recently, but you will have noticed that there is a little bit of green in cryptocurrency, And there's optimism, right? That's why I told the story first about my endeavor and my energy. Nowhere near crypto journeys, but I'm optimistic now. And I'm going to talk through why I believe this became a thing and what I think it means. There's a couple of things you want to keep in mind, though. First of all, I had predicted that Q3 was where we're going to see a bull run. Q3 is July, August, September, right? So we're in July, just started So that's why I'm optimistic. It's like, am I going to get this right? Am I going to call this perfectly? Or it could crap and burn, but I'm okay with it because of the Endeavor stuff, right? So so let's go into a couple of quick news things because I haven't done it in a while. And I think it's important because I think some of these ties to what we're seeing with some of this green. First of all, Celsius. You remember Celsius. Basically, they made some stupid decisions and then they locked everybody's money to where you couldn't do withdrawals. It was a whole big fiasco. Turns out Celsius had a whole bunch of loans they were underwater on, Bitcoin loans. So they went to an exchange, they took out, they basically took out they lent, borrowed money off of Bitcoin so that they could basically like an extended type loan, right? You borrow some Bitcoin and you sell it to, to, to get some cash to raise what it is. They actually were able to pay the loan back. So now this reset their liquidation to zero. This was going to be a huge thing of Are they going to have their assets liquidated because they're not able to afford this and they're insolvent? So them being able to clear the loan might have caused a little bit of positive sentiment. It meant that those that are, and they're still stuck in Celsius means that their assets are not at risk of being completely trashed. And the fact that people are paying off the loans, the Bitcoin loans, any of those people for the, those that are getting their loan money back, it bodes well. This is actually a good thing. Now, mind you, Celsius has been working to chip away at this loan for a bit of a while now, and so people weren't sure what was going to happen. The bigger news around this, though, is that Celsius is talking about restructuring. Recently, they actually cut like a quarter of their workforce, and we were thinking this is the beginning of the end. They're going to completely shut down. Just like Coinbase, they've cut some staff and revoking of offers. So there's a structure plan, and what happens is this firm comes in, and they'll help you identify opportunities to restructure and get back the business that's a solvent instead of insolvent business. There were three things they identified. The first is figure out the whole organization, start to finish, restructure the whole darn thing. Second, and not second, but kind of a 1.5, anybody who deposits into this, right? So rethink the method for recovering from what happened by way of the depositors. So To summarize what this means, the restructuring plan includes making people whole that got cheated by what happened. Now, there were people on social media that were trashing Celsius, and I said that Celsius is one of the biggest out there. And there's one, Dex Finance, I did a coverage on them, and they didn't think very highly of Celsius. I said, Celsius is arguably at the top of the game. If Celsius couldn't make this work, nobody else was going to. So the fact that they're willing to try to make it right for the people who are wrecked I think is good. Now, mind you, if you're still in there, you can't withdraw. They haven't opened that up yet because they're still not out. They're still not in the clear until they get the money and get the books back in order. So then the second bullet, so that was 1.5, the second bullet, which is interesting. They wanted to say, let's go out and find people who are whales of Bitcoin and see if these whales are willing to co-invest with holders and with Celsius to collectively add up to a pool of money in a much safer way. So the equivalent of something like this is like angel funding, right? You're finding very wealthy people that are in that same, who are willing to kind of chip in, pitch in on a party to quote DJ quick, and hopefully make it a little bit more stable in the process because if they're Bitcoin whales, we expect that they are in for the long haul. They're not going anywhere. They're not going to dump anytime soon. They're not going to put their assets at risk and they're, they're stable. So there's a, there's a logic to this. The third is they want to create a new entity and delegate the actions for making the depositors, the investors whole, delegate all that activity to this separate group. So basically giving them dedicated time and attention to make sure that they're made whole. They're putting a lot of thought into this. And I think that there was pressure put on them, external pressure of if you don't make this right, this was going to happen. We didn't hear that, but I suspect that's what happened to where they're actively doing it right. Now, the actions they're taking are really good in the crypto space. This is what we need out of a lot of these cryptocurrency orgs, whether they are funding orgs or straight token. This is what I want to see, is that when you have this issue, you make it right by the investors. That was my criticism of car salesman one, two, and three, where they basically just rug a project or fail, quote unquote, a project, and then go off and spin up another project without making the other ones whole. So I hope, I'm naive, but I hope that what Celsius is doing will be the model of a modern major crypto general and we'll see something move forward positive. And I think Celsius making it whole and working towards recovery caused a positive sentiment shift across the crypto space. I believe that was one of them. I think there are other pieces, but I think that was one of them. The other one that I noticed was that a lot of the exchanges are reporting that the supply that they have on hand is going down, meaning that more people are buying out so there's supply shortages. Supply shortages might sound like a bad thing. It's actually not. Because if we have people who are withdrawing from the exchanges, who are holding outside the exchanges, it prevents the shorting. It prevents the pump and dump. It prevents the negative price movement because people are just holding it, right? To help sta- It actually helps stabilize it to some degree. But also, if people are buying out from the exchanges, it shows a positive sentiment. It shows that people still believe in Bitcoin. They still believe in its long-term potential. And I believe this is solid evidence that we are coming close to coming out of it. There are some caveats to what I just said, but I think it's a good sentiment, it's my point, if people are taking out and holding, because it will add stability to an otherwise you know volatile situation. Bitcoin's always going to be volatile, but I think we're in good shape going forward. Now, we got to watch out for the Treasury, the U.S. Treasury, and them trying to get with the Biden administration's executive order and what that's gonna look like. If again, we're going to try to force everything to act like the stock market, it's going to crash and burn, and I don't think they're gonna try, I think they're gonna to try to do that and they're gonna fail. So we have to watch what that looks like because the current people in office do not like cryptocurrency, that's fact. So we also have to see what the November looks like, the midterms, and if we're gonna have the blowout that we expect, if we have the blowout and we get people in office that care about cryptocurrency, I do anticipate everything recovers. That's all my guess. I have no data. I'm saying that the current people in office don't like cryptocurrency. And again, every time the president goes up, it seems like crypto goes down. That's my statement. Now on the Ethereum side, of course, they're all tied together at some level. Bitcoin is kind of behind this kind of as a backing quote currency. And so Bitcoin's price movement gives us a sense of what goes on with the rest of it. And then Ethereum gives us a sense of what happens with the other ones, the layer twos and the alts, right? So, as we see that Bitcoin is rising, we see that Ethereum is rising ever slightly as well. But what we notice on the numbers is that if, or people that did, but if you staked your Ethereum towards ETH2O, we're seeing those people are actually at a loss. And the reason is because the staking started when Ethereum was at an all-time high. Ethereum was, it peaked at, I think, like $4,800. And most people jumped into the staking when it was around $4,000 because all of the different exchanges were heavily hyping ETH2O staking, and they were offering a, at the time, a good-sounding reward for the staking. Well, the problem is the price tanks and craps, and you're not getting the difference in value. You're not getting the true value that it was when you put it in. You're getting the actual value, and that value is the same as what it is on the regular Ethereum because Ethereum 2.0 got delayed because they can't get their act together. So they're noticing that the vast majority of people that stake their tokens towards ETH2O are actually in the negative. They're in the red and less people are depositing into the stake than before. Well, this may harm the prospects for ETH2O to get this done quickly because they did need some of that staking to help stabilize things. So that's something else to watch is will ETH2O get their act together and get the dang thing out the door or will it continue to be delayed? We don't know what's going to happen, but it's an, Interesting dichotomy. We have this business over here with Bitcoin and Bitcoin's all cool. Now it's starting to get a little bit better and seeing a little bit more traction, but then over here on Ethereum, because of ETH 20 it's basically jacked a whole bunch of thing over here. I, you know, it is what it is. The last bit of news I will talk about, and I don't know if it's worth news, but I think it's worth mentioning because it's probably going to show up and some people are going to jump on it and I think it's going to crap. So a lot of these companies, specifically Solana and Polygon, what they're trying to do is create a, block, a so-called blockchain phone. Well, you're like, well, what is a blockchain phone? If you think about the way phones work today, and I'm targeting smartphones, but they all work this way now. The, the smartphones today, what happens is you have an operating system inside of hardware. The hardware basically runs whatever operating system, and the operating system today, it used to be this way, but today requires you to, in order to make most use of it, you're required to give them access to an account. You're required to basically give them access to data. You're required to basically, quote, sell yourself. And in exchange of this, there's a bit of a subsidy in some cases that's given to you for the phone to be cheaper. So this blockchain phone, the thought is how can we decentralize even with smartphones using the power of blockchain and Web3? so that the phone will support these chains and offer access to what the chain has to offer, but without the dependence on the Google IDs and Apple IDs of the world and everything else. For those that don't know, there was a point in time when what we referred to as a smartphone did not require any accounts of any kind. You simply powered it up, you downloaded an app of some kind. And in most cases, that app was just a web-based something and you would go and get access to services. Instead, now we are forced to put the ID, I know for Android in particular, that phone will work if you don't give it an ID, but it certainly won't give you the maximum. On Apple, I'm pretty sure it might even require you to do the ID when you did it, I know it used to. So this push for the blockchain phone is chatter about how do we get away from the dependency on the accounts. Now the downside of this, and the reason I think it's gonna fail, is because they're basing it on Android, the operating system. Well, if you base it on Android, you're still stuck with the Google ID to maximize what it's doing. So it's something to watch, I guess, the blockchain phone, because at some point, if they do create a thing, it's going to get the initial height, it's going to get an initial pump, and there may be some investment opportunities until it crashes and burns. If you were to ask me, though, as somebody who's been around phones of this nature and smartphones at a larger level, I think there was a critical mistake made by Palm, Palm software, Palm had an operating system, Palm OS. They released a couple of devices. Uh, I forget the names of them, but the, they released this web OS that they referred to as their Palm OS. The web OS was one of the coolest things going. This is, we take for granted now on Android, the ability to swipe things away and all that you couldn't do that all the time. This came after the fact Palm had it years ago, decades ago. It was the coolest operating system, but their hardware sucked was the problem. Then they were making stupid mistakes. The Palm OS gets sold to HP. HP releases a tablet. It was decent, okay, but it had flaws. And then it it got fire sold and it got abused. And then the Palm OS went somewhere else. And now it's on certain TVs. So the web OS rather is on certain TVs. So certain TVs will have the web OS interface built into them. If you have one of those smart TVs that has the menu that comes out from the bottom and it's got, what looks like a uh, diagonal, like a, um, uh, what do you call those? But the diagonal bars across the bottom, that's the webOS version of the operating system. That came from what Palm did before. Trapezoid, that's what I was thinking. So that it, that's the evolution of that operating system. The thing is that operating system would have been perfect for what they're talking about now, and Palm was doing it decades ago. But these two aren't talking to each other. Instead, they're going to Android because... Unfortunately, all the other operating system providers have largely quit the business. Blackberry quit the business, WebOS quit the business, and so on. So we don't really have choice. So they're stuck doing an Android. That's why I think it's going to fail. However, I call it to attention because it's worth watching because it may get some pumps whenever they can get it going live. And that may offer opportunities for people who want to invest in cryptocurrency for something as a diverse portfolio. In the meantime, though, as we watch cryptocurrency, It's going to be interesting to see if we're able to sustain this run. I suspect we're going to hit some red. I do still think that Q3 is our breakout point, but we're going to need to watch what happens with the U.S. government. We're going to need to watch what happens with the war. We're going to need to watch what happens with other companies that crash and burn. There are companies that were shorting Luna, and those may shut down because they're getting liquidated. How does that disrupt the market? Does it? What does the regulatory look like? There's a lot still in the air. I'm still optimistic about Q3. And I remain optimistic simply because it feels like the worst is behind us. I could get it completely wrong. So my call to action to you guys is to, in my recommendation, focus on the core tokens because they can never steer you wrong until we get past this and we figure out what we're going to do. And I do think a lot of these cryptos, these lesser cryptos, aren't going to live and sustain past a certain point. They're just going to crash and, and go away. But the core tokens never will. They're always going to serve you and they're always going to be good. And anybody who's buying on dips on Bitcoin, I do believe is going to win in the long term. We don't know how long, but I do believe anybody who's in Bitcoin in particular is going to be long term, a very happy camper. Just make sure you don't invest more than you can afford to lose and make sure you're smart about it. Your family should come first. Feeding yourself should come first. A roof over your head, et cetera. Make sure it's throwaway money, money you don't care about, money you can afford to lose because it's a wild, wild west still wall wall west and we don't want people to get lassoed into something choked and strangled on the back of a horse so just be safe right and again if you're a tribe member i know we have some tribe members possibly listening if you're a tribe member your membership depending on your tier if you're a titanium or you are a radiance you are entitled to um, request assistance or any guidance or anything from me i'm happy to help you out um that's part of the membership so Take avail of it. If you're not sure, if you're just kind of up in the air, you're dealing with projects, avail yourself of that. Because it's a service, You it's part of your membership, and I want to make sure you get the best value out of those things. And then the last point I'll call out. Um, if you're listening and you're not part of anything, know that we do have the Discord channel that we are building out, and we everybody can join the Discord channel. Just hit cryptotalkradio.net slash Discord. You'll need to create an account if you don't have one, or you can log in with your existing. Join us in the community. Yeah, basic questions. I'm sure community members will help if we see the question out there. And we do stream our weekend updates that we do, that I do on through what's called the Smoke Lounge, that's available to you as well. So take advantage of these services. They're here for you, and we are trying to build that up. And oh, I didn't tell you guys, did I? Crypto Talk Radio got banned from LinkedIn because they think that I sell cryptocurrency. So, my open plea to anybody listening if you find any evidence that i've ever tried to sell you cryptocurrency please do let me know so i can share it and correct it but i'm pretty sure i didn't but if you try to hear our linkedin you're not going to find it i don't think because they are claiming that we're trying to sell cryptocurrency and i'm trying to figure out how they think that so there's no linkedin we are only updated currently on twitter and facebook and that's only out of necessity our own site and then our video platforms rumble odyssey Bitshoot, and uh, youtube So for now, LinkedIn is not part of our list, although I still link it because I'm optimistic it'll get resolved because I've escalated it to the state level to see if I can get it fixed because it was an improper decision. Just so you know, there's no LinkedIn for now. Everything else is still good to go. And we got to see what happens at the larger level with the business and where we go and see what Q3 has in store for all of us as we try to recover and breathe a little bit and get back to some sanity in cryptocurrency. That'll do it for today's Crypto Talk Radio episode. I want to thank you for listening today. We know you've got choices. CryptoTalkRadio.net, if you would, we would appreciate. At the very top, we have a contact form. Fill that out. Let us know what your thoughts are. If we're doing great or something you don't like, we always love to hear from our listeners. If you don't mind spreading the word, we would also appreciate that. If you think other people would benefit from the type of coverage that we do. We work hard to try to be different than every other type of podcaster or YouTuber that's out there. So hopefully we're on track with that. Finally, our YouTube channel, of course, is at Basic Cryptonomics. If you want to find us on there, those are dedicated, specific, exclusive types of episodes. So you'll hear things there that you won't hear on the podcast and vice versa. Check us out there for more quick and dirty coverages. Until next time, take care.